there was like um, talking about um, studies about people and like old people and like asking them what it feels like or if they have regrets or anything. And it made me realize that, yeah, I don't want to die or like um, be in deathbed and feeling regret that I didn't make an impact or even follow what I really love in life is, you know, we only have one life to live. We know that building wealth comes from owning businesses and making investments. Yet why still do nearly half of businesses fail in the first five years and why do others lose it all in their investments? Welcome to the Wealth Watchers podcast, your resource for building a massive net worth. We bring real stories from real people who are experts in business and investing who will share secrets and actionable strategies to amassing wealth and achieving success. Brought to you by Happy Camper Capital. And now, your hosts, Justin Hoggett and Adam Lendy. Welcome back to the Wealth Watchers Podcast. I'm your host, Adam Lundy, with my co-host, Justin Hoggett. Justin, how are you today? Hey, Adam, doing well. You know, it's so beautiful out there in Colorado. The aspen trees have turned yellow. The views are amazing, all mixed in in the mountains. So cool. Yeah, late spring and early fall are by far some of the best times here. The only bummer is that we're getting close to winter. That's right. It's <laughs> on its way. <laughs> yeah. Well, perfect. Let's let's jump right in and bring in our guest today. Um, our guest is the founder of Digital Savvy VS uh, Virtual Services, Chris Dano. Uh, Chris, how are you today? Um, I'm feeling amazing right now. I'm getting excited. I like being in the podcast with you guys and um, having something I get to um, look forward for today. Really amazing to be here. Awesome. Thanks for being here. Yeah, it's, it's, so it's mid-afternoon for us, and I know you're in the Philippines. What time is it over there for you? Um, it's early morning. It's 6 a.m. Oh, got it. You're an early riser. Well, we appreciate you getting up for us today. <laughs> yeah, I, I wake up normally at 5.30, so um, yeah, 6 a.m. is like within the range. Absolutely. Well, we want to jump in a little bit and talk about what it is you do and what you're here for today, but can you give us a little background about yourself? Um, yeah, so I'm basically from um, started my career as a freelancer, um, and but my career path before is so different from what I am doing right now, which is um, electrical engineering. And I jumped into like freelancing and went into different industries from there. Went into like websites, SEO, and like admin task even. And uh, from there, I started doing my. Um, agency after I got into like um, different experiences and found out like, oh, I can actually make it work and make an impact in the world. And um, yeah, that's where I go from being a freelancer to actually a digital marketing agency owner. That's a pretty big leap. Um, What were you doing in electrical engineering? Um, It was more of like from the family pressure that we are here. We have like a traditional, like you have to follow your parents and the like. So we, I went into like what they, uh, they, what they um, pave, what the path they've paved me to do. So I'm just went there following like thinking they're always right until I found some great people and actually figure out I can do what I love, which is um, creating or like, creating system, getting into people and actually figuring out um, some like being in a business as well. Got it. 
Well, I, you're here today to talk to us a little bit about personal development. So, you know, I, I'm, I'm sure you have your own journey that, you know, led you here and your own experiences that's based on. Um, can you kind of give us a little background on, on why this is important to you? Um, yeah, because um, I think a lot of people doesn't really know how to get over and what they're um, going through. And I just want to, like, really put it out there that they could um, go over of like they can do it they can um, achieve what they they really want to do and even if they're having so much doubts and maybe even hit a wall right now i i want to let them know that they can definitely um bridge a gap and like getting into it like achieve what they really want to do in life right and and for you i'm guessing that journey was you know kind of getting past you know, what, what your family's expectations were of you. And I think, you know, we, we have a lot of that here as well, which is, you know, you're, you're told by society, you've got to take a certain path, right? You're told you got to go to, you know, college, get a higher education, you know, get, get some kind of a stable career working for somebody else. And, you know, I think a lot of us have that, I guess, more rebellious mindset where we want to do our own thing and do something else and march to the beat of our own drum. Um, is that fair, to, similar to your experience? Yeah, absolutely. That's where I think I'm coming from. And um, yeah, books helped it. And people, being the right people really helped me a lot. Like being surrounded by a support system doesn't even have to be family. Sometimes it's strangers even. And like, um, yeah, connecting and like a good community makes it way better. Like um, getting into like, yeah, sorry. Good. And so your parents, um, they, they, they're, I assume they're electrical engineers as well. Um, no, they're my parents. My mom is like a uh, teacher and my dad graduated in like e-commerce and is working in a government before, but now he's retired basically. Okay. So you took the path of engineering. Uh, were they upset with your change of, of path and motivation? Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, they didn't cut me loose at one point. If they're like hearing this, don't get upset, mom. <laughs> but like, yeah, they, they, they did at one point, like, um, kind of thought that I was be- just doing it because I was being rebellious. And um, I, well, we mend that part. But yeah, they definitely had, we, ha- we definitely have those um, cold gaps before, almost eight, six months, I guess. And then what, at what point were you uh, motivated enough and, and what was the motivation that made you switch? Um, it's the idea of, actually, I've read one book and um, it, it made me realize that um, what it feels like in a deathbed. I forgot, I think it was like Awakening Giant Within. I, I forgot the um, book that I was reading, but there was like um, talking about uh, studies about people and like old people and like asking them what it feels like or if they have regrets or anything and it make me realize that yeah I don't want to die or like um being deathbed and feeling regret that I didn't make an impact or even follow what I really love in life because you know we only have one life to live yeah and you know the thing is our parents want what's best for us you know I mean that's obvious that's what they're what they're looking to do and they don't mean any harm by it and I don't know if there are cultural differences with this between the Philippines and the states here 
But, uh, you know, it, it was, I guess, longstanding tradition, especially since the Great Depression, you know, back in the 1920s, 1930s, that era that, you know, you wanted to get a stable job, you know, with a good pension and that was going to take care of you for life. And yeah, well, that might have been a great thing for our grandparents generation. They were able to get these amazing pensions uh, that just doesn't doesn't exist nowadays, you know, and so they, that that, you know, facade of security just isn't there for us anymore. So, you know, it, it's, it's obviously, you know, our parents aren't maybe um, they, they don't necessarily have the worst intent intentions for us. But, uh, you know, it's certainly we, we do, as you mentioned, we need to make sure we're pursuing the path that's right for ourselves. So what would you say aided you in making that jump off? Because a, a lot of people get stuck there in, in that kind of fear paralysis. What, what helped you jump into the path you wanted to go down? Um, a lot of thinking and a lot of journaling really helped me a lot. Like I didn't just did it in impulse. I, I thought about it for a long time and um, I, I gradually, I slowly went into like jump the leap into um, actually pursuing from freelancing to digital marketing agency or even starting the freelancing itself. And um, I, I weighed in the, the what consequences it, it would get me, like, for example, the parents thing and how it it how it feels to me or how it is for me and what um, the impact of it for myself. And yeah, um, from there, I found out that it's I, I'd rather do this than actually not doing it. So like it, the way more is heavier than on the other side than what it is when I don't when I won't do it. What would you say to those that are, are currently probably struggling with their job? You know, we, you know, W2 position is what we call it here. And, and uh, having, having this uh, security net, which a lot of people actually like, but then they um, also might not be in the happiest situation. So what would you tell people like um, that might be in that position and how to move forward? Um, yeah, so I, I would definitely t- um, get them to like, or encourage them to um, find themselves first. Like um, journal is one of the biggest thing I would definitely recommend and um, get themselves in a place where um, they, they're not distracted and think of how they want their lives like five years from now. Are they still going to be happy? Are they okay of not being happy for a long time? Or like, are they going to... Um, be okay with what they are life right now and if not then you definitely take that leap but make like um, at least a time for you to think about how you're going to do it and not just like do it out of, of impulse but like make a plan on like how are you going to proceed and like pursuing your dreams or maybe changing your job or maybe um, even starting your business okay yeah and, and as we recently just heard uh, from another guest, you know, find yourself. And it sounds like that's kind of a route you're taking there with journaling and asking yourself a lot of hard questions. Um, do you have a routine that you have every morning that you found really helps you and, and maybe could be something someone else could follow that could help them? Oh, yes, um, definitely. I, I do have like morning routine and night routine for my morning routine. Um, wake up in bed and um, drink water. Absolutely. And then I, I kind of water my plants. But Watering plants is actually one of like um, one, my way of meditating. So I was doing it and like I'm um, thinking my life and like having nature at least um, 
being there. So like touching nature, like connecting with nature, with the plants. And um, after that, I did my, I do my journaling and then I read self-development books. I usually read like one chapter if it's a really long one. And um, of course I can't forget my coffee. So I got my coffee with it <laughs> and um, I finish it with um, exercising and meditating, meditation. Oh, yeah. Sounds a lot like the Miracle Morning mm-hmm. a routine that we both practice here, which is a very systematized thing. Although it sounds like you've kind of come up with your own versions. I like your meditation by watering plants. So. Yeah, I, I got that from that idea, actually. <laughs> the Miracle Morning, I just tweak it a little bit that would work for me. Well, and he mentions in the book to make it your own. So you've definitely, definitely done that for yourself. So, you know, I'm, I'm sure when you took the jump off from, you know, your, your last job into your own business, you were just wildly successful right away and immediately <laughs> prosperous, you know, making a lot of money, right? There's no pain in that transition. Um, I, I did have that feeling, but um, I hit a wall at, at some point because I think that happens for everyone. Yeah. And yeah, I, I, of course, I learned my lesson and that's why I'm starting again, starting over again. But yeah, I, I did have that like, whoa, feeling of like, oh, it's working. I can't believe it's working. <laughs> I just sprayed it. It worked. And um, of course, with hard work with it. But yeah, it's amazing how you only imagine it at first and actually it happening to you. So, yeah. You know, a lot of people have a hard time taking that leap. You know, maybe they dip their toe in first. Um, but I think what, what I see more often than not is that people don't see that immediate success that they're waiting for. And so they, they jump right back to their safety net. Like Justin said, you know, we call it a W2 job here, but whenever you're working for somebody else, trading time for money, you know, getting a, a steady and, you know, quote, safe income, um, you know, how do you deal with failure? Um, well, I think one thing I would actually think about when I think about failure is that it's not the end for me yet. I mean, as as long as I'm breathing, basically, um, it's not the end of me yet. And I can definitely bounce back. And there's always a way to um, get over it. And we, we can't deny that there's always um, a lot of negativity that would come with failure, like f- doubting yourself, like um, not trusting yourself anymore, thinking that you're actually not good or not that good or um, what you're do, you're wasted your time for a long time doing what you think you want to do in life and just hit that failure. But um, I think we 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 could like definitely bounce back, like start over, and that's why um, we're, there's a lot of um, stories out there about like um, billionaires or millionaires that helps us think that they're also the same. They also went through what we went through. So if it works for them, it will definitely work for us um, getting back in our feet. So, yeah. Got it. Um, so I, I guess talk to us about your business. So you, you, you took the leap. How long have you been in business now? Um, I've been in the business two years. I actually paused it a little bit because I, yeah, as I said earlier, I hit the wall of like, um, I didn't create a system for it. So when everything was going well, I was just overwhelmed and didn't really know what what to do after. So um, after that, right now, that's what I'm focusing because I learned from my mistake from the last year that I should have a system built in inside and 
Um, so far, it's really working right now. And yeah, I think that's a lot of my businesses. So we're, we're, def- we're actually going for like, um, we're a digital marketing agency offering like s- search engine optimization as well as um, VA services. And before um, we were offering broad. So we, we also, I also got it like um, simplified or edited or modified the services we we're offering into like more niche down. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, kind of what you described is what we call riding the roller coaster, right? You know, you got, sounds like you saw some success, you got really busy, but you know, maybe you weren't building the base, you weren't lead generating, finding new clients. And then, you know, what the business dried up, is that fair assessment? Yeah, it is. And also like not good project management in there is as well. I was just like, oh yeah, just do this. And then going to other person like, oh, can you just do this? So there's no like, um, there's a little bit micromanagement, but there's not really like um, assessment for everyone, like how the system are connected to the other. Yeah. So what what systems and processes have you developed now to keep the business growing or at the very least maintaining, you know, when during the busy times? Um, uh, I, I'm actually doing like I'm testing a, a system inside like project management of like getting people to not feeling like they're they have me in their tail, but actually um, feeling that I am there to support them as, as well as um, them also taking care of their tasks. So in case I would be gone for like a day or two and I can't be contacted, they can still do the tasks that they're doing. And also I got like I. Um, I partnered with a career development consultancy to take care of our of our v- virtual assistants as well as our um, team in the search and SEO to to help them boost their career so they're not just um, circling on the same uh, path that they're doing but they're also improving at the same time in both. Um, their lives as well as in their career so they feel like they're improving and they're growing and they could. Um, and that people are there to support them in whatever they are doing right now. Because I think that's one thing about freelancers or even like virtual assistants and agencies. It's once they, they got the client, they don't feel like, um, if they feel like they're on their own. So I don't want them to feel that way because I think that's one of the mistakes I did before, even though I actually was like telling them that, hey, you can always tell me what you want. But um, I right now I want to boost more of that and, yeah, that's one of the things I fixed about what I um, I failed the other year to do. Got it. So would you say that what you run as an agency or do you more network with other freelancers? Um, I, I would say I run as an agency, but I would make them feel like they have more freedom on what they do. Like they're flexible in their time and they're flexible in um, their work as long as they finish it on time and as long as they finish it before, at least before or on the deadline. And um, yeah, I give more, them more freedom and feel of being a freelancer, even though they're actually working for an agency. And how big is your team? Um, we're currently at seven, eight right now. Sorry, eight right now. And um, yeah, I, I could, we were actually more than before, <laughs> before we hit the wall or like 15 and now we were down to seven. But um, I feel like that's okay. We could still grow back into that and um really looking forward to growing the team yeah so is it is it challenging finding people to work with you in the philippines um 
Yes, also, and kind of no. I, it's challenging in a way that you have to find someone who's compatible with you. But at the same time, it's exciting because you're meeting new people, you're um, getting to know um, different types of individuals. And it's kind of fun for me to actually network and um, hire people just to see what actually works for them. For example, social media, what works for social media management and yeah. So your, your role in your business has shifted quite a bit from you being the freelancer, you know, being the actual point, you know, person doing the work to having a team now. So what does your job look like now? Um, it's more into like getting clients. So since I had like lead generation as well as I'm copywriting work before as a freelancer, because I, I kind of like dig into different freelancing industry. And so because I got that, I, I was more focusing on that one and also training them at the same time, because I, I know how it feels like to be a freelancer and I, I could like relate to what problems, whatever problems they're currently I'm going through. So, yeah. What have you found your uh, biggest struggles have been in the uh, transition? Um, in the agency or like freelancing? Sorry. Yeah, really, I guess the whole the whole uh, change from uh, your electrical into the freelancing into the agency. I mean, I, I know it comes with its own set of challenges in each stage, but uh, would you say you have some certain struggles that stood out? Um, I think it would be like, trying to doubt myself because um from freelance from electrical to freelancing sometimes i did doubt myself like is this something that i really should do and that sometimes pile up especially if you get like different um ex uh moments that are coming in and you feel like maybe i shouldn't do this and um but things sometimes happen the way they are and as i've said morning routine and journaling really helps it well to um, get you in focus and what you really want to do. And because of that, I still pursue it. Even, but yeah, one thing that really got me into is like doubting and fear, fear. Yeah, definitely fear too. Yeah, it's a hard one to overcome. And, and as you grew your team, uh, did you find that as something that was difficult to do? Or um, is that was that easy for you? Um, it was a little bit overwhelming, <laughs> to be honest, because um, you, you become responsible about their lives. And for someone who's a freelancer, I was just like trying to figure out my own thing. And now I have people who also have families. So it's like, OK, <laughs> so how this is kind of overwhelming. But also, again, it's like fun because um, you get to create your own system and you get to like really um have impact not only on the, the the freelancer's life of my employee's life but also in the clients that they're handling yeah well as, as the team builder i mean i i can totally understand you know you're taking ownership and responsibility for the people that you're leading so what what from your own personal development journey have you used to help them um I think it's encouraging them to actually switch their mindset as like um, telling them from like, because they have their own um, experiences about their lives and their, the society they're in, like the society pressure. And some of them also went into what I've went through, like um, people are not agreeing on what they're doing because um, freelancing is kind of foreign here in the Philippines and only few people are actually doing it, or at least it's kind of 
now building because of pandemic. So everyone once kind of like went online, but still is new to people. So when you say that, oh, I'm doing freelance or online freelancing jobs, and then they wouldn't know what it is. And you have to in depth explain it. And that's why some of the freelancers I have also have gone through like um, societal pressure and people telling them they shouldn't do it because it's not stable. And I, I get them through that with what worked for me, especially with like the routines and the books I'm reading and like making them feel that the, it's it's they should just follow what they feel like, but not being rude to other people, of course, but like um, just follow what they really want to do in life. If this is something for them and it feels like they're enjoying what they want and they should just pursue it. So it sounds to me like you're, you're taking definitely more of like a, a coach's role on the team. Is that, is that fair to say that you're helping them develop themselves? Um, yeah, that, that's what I'm also doing at the same time, aside from like man, doing the management and clinic position as well. I'm trying to like get them into um coaching but mostly it's like internal like I only do coaching inside the the um the agency and like yeah right sure yeah and just out of my own curiosity do you have in your business do you guys focus on a specific uh sector or a certain type of client um yeah for VA services we focus on like coaches like wellness financial coach and um uh um, fitness coaches and for our SEO, we focus on e-commerce businesses, especially in the fashion and beauty industry. Okay, but yeah, you got you got to have your niche, right? Yeah, I just I actually just figured out recently after the bump. Just with, <laughs> was that from the ones that weren't working as well? Yeah, so I was like, so because it's too big, like it's too broad. Like, um, I think that's what, why I get lost also, because I just keep on pitching to different people and I'm, I'm not actually focusing. And I feel like that's where the team also got in a little bit overwhelmed because they're getting different industries. And, um, I, I do realize that different things work in different industries, like even social media, it, it works for, um, differently in e-commerce and also in, um, coaching or, um, in real estate so yeah yeah i understood and people don't want a master of everything right they want somebody who who's a specialist in their area that's that's who we want to hire right yeah yeah that's what i learned also <laughs> definitely well chris we we appreciate you coming on and sharing with us today um if, if obviously if, if we have somebody listening who's in the coaching business and could use va service or in in the fashion industry and looking for seo and marketing um how can they look you up um, yeah, we, we have a website. Um, it's digitalsavvvs.com. We also have a support email that you can email for any questions you have about the business. It's um, support at digitalsavvvs.com. And um, we have our own Facebook page, Instagram page that you can reach out to in case you also have different questions or you, you prefer different flat platforms. And you can just search us up in the on both platforms which is also digitalsavvyvs.com i mean sorry digitalsavvyvs <laughs> well thank you for sharing and before we let you go i'm going to turn it over to justin for the wealth watchers brain pick awesome all right chris five questions for you what is your superpower or unique natural ability oh um i think that would be being able to still work with um 
having problems or like crying while working because I get too too many things or get stressed out. But I think that would be my superpower right now that I developed. I was able, I can be able to like work while having um, different problems while also still being able to focus. Excellent. Yeah. Uh, if you were to go back three to five years, what might you have done differently that you wish you could have? Um, I think that would definitely be uh, finding or like going through what I should have done or like finding my own passion in life and not just going through with what other people tell me to do or um, what society is telling me. So I guess that's, that would be it. I would have gotten into like marketing to start with because that's what I am into right now which I didn't find out before. Right. Okay. So then moving forward, where are you headed in the next three to five years? Um, definitely heading um, a milestone in my business and also looking to impact more people and um, clients as well and freelancers at the same time. And um, I, see, I see the business having um, growing as well. So, yeah. Great. Well, good luck on all that. What is your favorite book on business or money? Oh, um, that's a kind of hard question because I have many. But um, if I have to choose for the business I, and money, I think that would be um, Robert Kiyosaki, like the Rich Dad, Poor Dad. And yeah. Okay, awesome. Yeah, of course, we love that one. And uh, last one, what has been your biggest aha moment? Um. I think that's finding what I'm working right now, like being able to actually see that the things are, the clogs are getting into um, each other and it's finally working. So it's more of like, aha, it's actually working now. So I think that's the aha moment with that reaction too. Excellent. Yeah, definitely exciting. I can see it. Yeah, I'm, yeah it's exciting to like see how it would turn out in years from now. Great. Well, Chris, thank you for coming out today. We appreciate your time. Thank you so much for having me. This, this has been fun. And um, this is definitely a great start of my day. Yeah, excellent. Great, <laughs> great, great end to ours. <laughs> <laughs> this has been another episode of the Wealth Watchers podcast. I'm your host, Adam Lundy. For my co-host, Justin Hoggett and I, thank you for listening. All right, guys. Thanks. And until next time. This has been the Wealth Watchers podcast. If you enjoyed this content, please subscribe and leave a review on your podcast player of choice. Join us on Facebook where our members and guests are actively engaging in discussions on wealth growing strategies by searching for Wealth Watchers Community on Facebook.